0: We are back again this summer for the Backstreet Boys with our brand new podcast. Yay! My name is Matt Wood. I'm Jodie. And I'm and Bellum. And we are the, the Backstreet Boys. Boys.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, this is our first podcast this yeah. year. First head podcast head ever. Head ever head yeah. yeah. So it's a new thing for us doing this, but we've got lots of exciting things coming up over the next few months,
2: hopefully. Most importantly, of course. It is the World Championships in London. <laughs> London 2017. About a mile from my house. <laughs> a mile? Like, and a half, maybe. You walked it there in Buffy. I did walk I walked it, yeah, I walked it in yeah. Buffy. It's an open house at yours, right? It, there is going to be an open house at mine, by invitation only, and you're all invited. <laughs> <Yay>!
1: <laughs> it's London.
2: So, this summer, obviously, the World Championships. What are you looking forward to? Oh, me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was quick. Right, I mean, what am I looking forward to? I suppose just because it started off so well this year um, is the women's heptathlon. We're always excited about the heptathlon because in the UK we've had some great heptathlon um, propolis... Heptathletes right. Heptathletes That's the word <laughs> um, And no. obviously Kat is right there And thereabouts And hopefully she can Step it up But this year Already We've had such Amazing performances From Nafi Nafisatou TM <laughs> From Caroline Schaefer And from Laura Ikanuti Admanina I think Hey great <laughs> <pleasure from> there! <laughs> I might have gone Fantastic time, that but, uh, um, Very impressive But all over 6800 points And so consistent um, Across all events um, the javelin was the women's was javelin crazy. within the heptathlon was out of this world ridiculous and it's really um, interesting to see how those those girls um, compete again whether they can live up to that and also Kat who set a PB in the overall heptathlon while only setting one PB in, in an individual event so we know there's a lot of room for improvement there even without the throws if she just keeps the throws consistent and is um goes up to her um, what we know she can do in the long jump in the 800 she's up there at 6800 as well so uh, uh, it's all to play for what's actually interesting is this all happened at Gotzis, and we've, yeah. we've seen before where someone does brilliantly at Gotzis and then it doesn't happen so Kat won Gotzis a couple of years that was the world number one that year mm-hmm. it was injured before the world championships Brienne Tyson Eaton did it back in 2015 I think it was where she won and then somehow like lost form by the, by the world and Jess won, so we can't read too much into that really early season form, can we? which makes it even more interesting. But actually, mm-hmm. let's stop talking about haptathlon, because we've got some experts who are going to come on next week and we're going to have a proper discussion about this.
0: Uh-huh. And now she comes back to stomp past the Canadian to win the 800 metres, to win her second world title. Jessica Ennis-Hill is back on top of the world.
2: So, Matt, what were you most yeah, interested well, in? I, was,
0: I mentioned in the video, which you might have seen on the way to find this podcast, and my interests lie in the distance events, as you'll probably find out over the weeks and months <laughs> go by, but um, we had an event at Highgate, the Highgate 10,000 metres, the World Championship, the 2017 trials, and um, the people in that race itself were not my main interest for in the World Championships, but the whole event itself got me excited
2: about Fantastic. doing an event yeah. in London. Yeah. It's such a such a good event because mm. it, it encapsulates everything that is fun about <laughs> athletics, and that doesn't happen very often. Great races, no. PBs, beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, lots and lots of beer. <laughs> um, and we got stuff. some fantastic <laughs>
0: I- interviews as well, uh, although we're half cut the whole time doing it anyway.
2: What we spoke to Paula, yeah, Paula, we spoke right, to right Sly. We actually spoke to a certain Lord Sebastian Coe, yes. the head of the IWF, who um, told us he would do an interview with us. Mm. So if you're listening, Seb, we look forward to that. <laughs> and Ronnie O'Sullivan was there as well. Yeah, yes, yeah. he yeah. so, Right, I have to say two words, mm-hmm. and they're Laura Muir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the clock? Oh, my word. 3.55.24. She has smashed the British record. Now, I was a bit all athletics now, you know, after the, after the Olympics. It was just so big, and it went on for so long, and, like, there were so many sports, and there were so many channels, and I just got a bit, like, exhausted by the end of it. So I kind of just... Just t- took myself away from my credits for a while. And then in the winter, Lord, started running and breaking records right, left and centre. And she just makes me smile. You know? <laughs> she just makes me smile. In a world of, you know, we've had so many um, sort of scandals and like all this kind of stuff and like big egos and all the rest of it. And she just comes out and she just runs. Yes. And we have had so many progressively over the years. British middle-distance runners, not just men, you know, not just women, all of them who did this terrible tactic of going to the back and staying there, you know? Mm. Um, they all, all coming see... through fast at the end and, like, but, just missing out on not quite getting there. Just... Or c- c- coming through fast in, on the inside and getting blocked, you know? They all, they, they all... A lot of them seem to think they were Kelly Holmes. Kelly <laughs> had that brilliant year where she was in such great form, it is. didn't matter how she ran. And it feels like a whole generation afterwards thought that they could follow that tactic, and it doesn't mm-hmm. work. Unless, it doesn't you're, work. Playing Unless playing you're playing it yeah. And it's so Laura comes down every single time, she just runs her heart out. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if she comes first, doesn't matter if she comes third, doesn't matter if she comes seventh, I think she came seventh. Yeah. You know she left everything on that track. And can we mm-hmm. just compare that? And this is no disrespect to Mo whatsoever, mm-hmm. because he does what he needs to do to win Hopefully. every single time, every time. Yeah. Like, he always delivers But the people who are competing against him, who have got no guts whatsoever, Mm. never, Mm. never go out to beat him, always kind of think they're going to out-sprint him, it's never going to happen. And I think that's something we're going to have a bit of a a discussion about. Because it's so frustrating for athletes. We want to see Mo win, but we also want to see some competition. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: The arms have got to pump, the knees have got to come up high. He's got to find something extra. He's got to kick hard. Come on. Right, so one of the other things we're going to go into uh, right now is our new addition to the team. So, this podcast... Claire has been involved this time so Claire, do you want to jump in here?
3: Oh my god, I can finally speak I've been sat here gesticulating wildly and just to throw in my favourite moment so far of the season has to be Laura Muir when she dodged that official <laughs> at the indoor <laughs> uh, champs uh, uh, And someone like
2: her, isn't it? Because she's it. so
3: like, nice and polite and like, it was really cool but to she's see she's got that feisty side yeah. to her and you can see it in the way she runs she's the gutsiest thing going I absolutely love it That's
1: indeed the fastest time in the
2: world this year from Laura Muir we knew it was coming. So, Claire, you've been out on the streets talking to some people about the World Championships and what they think and what they're looking forward to, haven't you?
3: I have, yes. There's some pretty mixed results. Do you guys want to take a listen? Definitely, yeah. Let's do it. It would
0: probably be the one of 200 metres, uh, simply because it's
1: exciting.
3: Sprint events got their traditional top billing.
1: Uh, probably the 100 metres. I always watch that when it's at like the Olympics and stuff like that, so um, that'll definitely be the one that I'm looking out for. No, I like the 100 metres... And, and the relays. And the, the two hundred meters. meters. I find those fascinating. I've w i have yeah. I swam two hundred and fifty meters. Two hundred and
3: fifty? Yeah, I swam two hundred and fifty metres. Have you run two hundred meters before? Have you ever run that far do you think? No.
0: I'd be boring. It's the same thing. I like I like the relays. Mainly the track. We always make sure we follow. Hundred metres is a big
3: favourite at home. There was disagreement over the perfect length of a track race. You know, I like the short sprints, etc. But. Uh the longer the better as far as I'm concerned because the 100
0: is quite quick and it's <laughs> fascinating it just gets you at the edge of your seat right. that's what I like uh,
3: yeah yeah, no, yeah like the, yeah, events the well. long
0: events but I like to watch the last bits the
3: start and then the kind of <laughs> uh, <are> they, <laughs> on, are I can't are they see doing for the then? length I really watch yeah. you watch the first 30 seconds of the yeah, long, and like, yeah, the last 30 seconds the highlight shows that you're yeah, kind of there yeah it's the highlight <laughs> things Fantastic. that I like yeah. and surprise surprise there was one name on everybody's lips
1: well, obviously, there was Usain Bolt. He's an idol for a lot of people. Usain Bolt. It's nice for him to step aside and let these guys take over, eh? Of course, if Bolt's there, everyone's there trying to beat Bolt. Usain Bolt? I mean, he's just athletics, isn't he? Oh, it's brilliant. I love him. Sadly, I don't even know who's competing in it, so... Usain well, Bolt.
3: Is he going to be there? This his last track event ever. Yeah,
1: I need to watch it If it's his last one, I need to watch it. Oh, it's brilliant. I love him. He's he's um he's an idol for a lot of people. So it's really great to watch him in his last race, and um it should be exciting. I
3: think it's really sad, but you know, go out while you're on top. He won this morning. So good things must come to an end. Yeah. You
1: know. You don't want to best. see
3: him kind of recede into the nothingness. So yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Go out on time. Well, he's proved himself. So. I feel he's done enough with yeah, the sport. Yeah,
0: we <laughs>
1: can let him let him slide off. Yeah, no, it's nice it's for him okay. to step aside and let these guys take over. There you eh? go.
3: 2018, yeah. the year of the speedy Brit. I love speedy it. Speedy Brit, yeah, exactly.
1: It's just the atmosphere when it comes down to it. Everyone is, of course, if Bolt's there. Everyone's there trying to beat Bolt. So if someone can beat Bolt, it would be it would be a history. Can
3: someone beat Bolt?
1: Nah, nah. nah I don't nah, think
3: he nah, can. Nah. And once Bolt's gone, what do you reckon athletics is going to have to do to keep people interested?
1: It needs someone that. It's good as well on the track, but as well off the track. So someone that can promote people to get into athletics as well. Usain Bolt, because as soon as he come on the scene, a lot of people wanted to do what he done. But no one's done it to his standard yet. But I know there's someone out there that can do it.
3: Could it be you?
1: You who knows i need the support i need the support then maybe i can do it <laughs> <laughs> i'll
3: see you in a few years then yeah? Yeah, yeah i was turned away a fair few times with low points including those who had no idea the champs were coming into london and a pair who sagely agreed that Yes, they had seen quite a few cyclists around the place recently, but finally struck gold with this couple. I just love all of it, to be honest. The perfect answer. (laughs) I need more people like you. That's amazing. Like 5,000, 10,000 metres. The the Mo event. It's the Mo event. He's got got the X Factor. Is he going to do it again? Do you think he's got another double gold in him? he's got it in him, just as whether it's the right time, I don't know, but yeah, I think he could. Obviously, it's his last awesome. track race, yeah. isn't it? it? Yeah, he's going to go for it, obviously. Oh, he's got to. I mean, yeah. I would love nothing more than to yeah. see him come down that straight, arms aloft, bit of a box would be fantastic. Yeah, would be good. Farrah, as expected, proved a hit time and again.
0: I actually laid out a track for him in, I worked at the Grove a few years ago in Hertfordshire, and we, 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 we. Basically, tracked out a huge track around the golf course, which is basically where he was staying, for, for him to basically do runs whilst he was there. And I met him, he's a really cool guy, really fun, interesting guy. Yeah, so
3: such a small world. I've met yeah. two people today who've met no, no way. That's crazy. This athletics loving duo were a gift that just kept on giving.
0: Yes, yes, we watched
3: it together. We were in
0: the Olympic Park when he won these uh, double. So we were shout, uh, shouting them on. We were we were volunteers. We were games makers then. So we, we quite like our athletics. I'm so
3: jealous so. of all of you that were games makers. It looked like the best it, experience. It was great. Yeah, it's hard work. Long, long shifts. But um, yeah, absolutely awesome. Yeah, totally struck gold finding you two, <laughs> whilst others not quite so clued up. So you didn't know the world champs were coming to London this August. But now that you know that they are, which event would you make sure you didn't miss?
1: Uh, it's it 100 meters sprint? 100 meters, 200 meters, and uh, is there a long jump as well? Yeah, of it'll be long time, yeah. Right? I know, but we we do. What's it, is the name Adam or something from our country? We have a, we have a guy that's good from our. Got we,
3: Greg Rutherford Yeah,
1: that's the one. He's good. He can jump far. Want him to win now.
0: Maybe the uh, distance distance hurdles potentially.
3: Taking okay. distance hurdles is an unusual answer. What
0: is <laughs> yeah. it interested you in that? I don't know. It's just it's a, it's an athleticism that kind of competes with do- different aspects. I guess so. You've got obviously the um, well the athleticism from each individual just, just being able to run and at a great pace and obviously having that kind of... Uh the extra bit of, you know, the bounce to try and get over huge hurdles and, and compete against their fellow their
3: fellow mates. love extra bit of bounce. It's <laughs> yeah. so technical, I can tell I you. I know, yeah. <laughs> I was also relieved to note that Jess Ennis-Hill's mantle of the abs of Britain has been taken up by a suitable successor. Oh, the young,
0: young, who's the young girl that we sometimes watch that's her, her news, or we said, we always said
2: that she had a great six-pack. You'll be able to help as soon as the
0: new... Uh, yeah,
3: Katarina uh, Johnson-Thompson. Johnson, Thompson. Yeah. And it was terrific to hear field events get their moment in the sun. Probably a triple jump, high jump.
0: I like a bit of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know any names, to be honest, but I like to watch it.
3: Bit
1: of an art, really, isn't it? I like the high jump. I always like the high jump, so I'll be watching that. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it.
3: And, of course, someone wanted to talk about doping.
0: But then again, I think British athletes are much more clean... You haven't had yeah. any
3: sort of issues on, like, drug offences or That things is like a whole that, can so. of worms you've yeah. just opened there. Yeah. That's a whole, that's a different episode, it the drug is, one. It is, it is. <laughs> but whether you're tuning in this August for a curious gander, or glued to your screens, as will be athletics nerds to the core, there's one thing for certain. We'll be living vicariously with just a sprinkling of envy through these remarkable Human beings.
0: I'm actually quite envious of how far they can throw it. To be, to be fair, and I did javelin in school once, and it was just the lamest attempt ever, and I've never done it since. So they, when they throw it as far as they do, yeah, it's inspiring. I mean, I wanted to 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 run, but obviously the spirit,
3: the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sprint. Well, I can now tell you. That London have won! Yeah!
0: Right, okay, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Claire, so how was that, doing that? Did you enjoy it?
3: Well, so I completely struck gold. The first people I spoke to were a couple that were games makers. And I thought, great, everyone in Kingston loves athletics. <laughs> not the case. It was so eye-opening, wandering around and speaking to people. And actually... One bit that like broke my heart a little bit was the lady speaking at the end with the two kids. When I first told her there was an athletics champs happening in London, she went, oh, so just athletics, not that field stuff. And I'm so what? <laughs> she went, oh, athletics, right? And I said, yeah, so track and field. And she went, oh, no, no, I don't like the field stuff. I'm going to open that to the floor. <laughs>
2: uh, this is the thing. And I, people don't like stuff right now because they don't get to see it properly. Mm. When when Tessa Sanderson and um, Fat and Whitbread were winning every medal in the javelin, the whole country was mad about the javelin. Mm. When Jonathan Edwards was winning um, the triple jump, everyone loved the triple jump. Steve Backley, Philip Sedale, you know, it's like it goes exactly. on and on. It mean, all sets not just here around the world. You know, um, Finnish people love the love the javelin. You know, um, the um, the decathlon is really big in like certain places. It Depends on what you've got in your country, doesn't it? Yeah. Exactly, so because we. We've had field eventers, but maybe not as um, given as much attention as others. Mm. It means that the the, don't, the um, public don't know who they are. Mm. Also, it's the way it's packaged. Yeah, if it's you watch a right. whole athletics check event, and at the last thing you see, the last three people throwing in reverse order of of winning, and you so you know who won anyway. I mean, who, who's Who's going to follow that?
3: Every time I've seen Athletics on TV recently It's been Okay we've got 90 seconds Of the programme to fill Here's a shot Of a woman That you don't know Because we never talk about her Winning yeah. the shot yes. the Earlier yeah, yeah. Great Okay right Back to Mo Farah yeah. And people aren't exposed to it, people don't get 27
2: repeats Of Mo Farah yeah. the sprint race You
3: know uh, Yeah Yeah, the long events, but I like
0: to watch the last bits, the start, and then the kind of.
2: (laughs) I can't see for the The land. I noticed from that, which is. Fantastic, but also worrying, is the guy who said, or a few of them said, oh yeah, we love Michelin, but it's going to be his last race, fantastic. What are you going to do after that? Oh, you're going to have to find someone else who's not just as good as him, but as popular outside the sport. Mm. Well, we haven't been doing that for the last 10 years, which has really frustrated me for a long, long time, is that we've had Usain Bolt, has been the pinnacle of the sport, the most famous sports person in the world, and so what have the IWF done focus the whole of the sport on him which means when he leaves there's nothing left we should have in this entire time when people are watching been promoting all these other fantastic athletes Valerie Adams should be one of the most famous athletes in the world she should be promoted as like the strongest woman in the world you know 99.9% of the public don't know who she is and that goes for a lot of different events you know these people should be superstars if everything hadn't been focused on UC in for a decade and, and Usain in was a great opportunity yes. to spread everything. the thing Athletics, it it is so diverse. Everyone can see themselves in an athlete. If you're small, if you're big, if you're tall, if you're like, muscly or like, there's something for everyone in there, something for everyone to
1: identify with. But if you only ever promote one person, then we've got a big big problems next year. No one's done it to his standard yet, but I know there's someone out there that can do it. Hasn't it at
2: the IWF, um end of year awards or something, hasn't he won like seven of the last eight athletes of the year? Yeah, even when he didn't really, it, do, when anything. He didn't really do anything. Yeah, just mm. turned up, you know. It's like, well, not just turned up, he won. But you
0: know, do, do like... you think before Usain Bolt came along, there was the same kind of uh, build-up for athletes? So, so right now it's been Bolt the last few years, seven years. Before that, there was obviously stars in athletics. But it's never
2: been one athlete
0: It's like been that. a
3: spread load, hasn't yeah. it? And the point is, they put, every, they put all their eggs in one basket yep. which is such a shame because athletics is stacked full of amazing personalities exactly. like those people who really invest themselves in the sport and get to know the athletes they've got these amazing quirks and foibles and their huge personalities and their lives are fascinating and we just don't get to see it mm-hmm. And even we don't,
2: you know. Mm. And we're the hardcore mm. obsessive. You know, we, have to, you know, we have to go searching it out, don't we? So we know who our favourite athletes are from, like, doing research. But you wouldn't know if we were just through the newspapers, would you?
0: Johnny, you, you work in... <laughs> area where you're always promoting people and um, if you were at I- the IWF what would you do to, to help promote more than one person in well, the sport I
2: mean, it's just it's very simple things like like a previously said the awards every year Usain Bolt does not deserve to win the award every single year mm. I mean it might be a small thing because I don't think that many people are taking any notice but it's oh. symbolic but they're not taking any notice because Usain Bolt wins every year mm. if you had a thing like um, David Rudisha wins. He's better than Usain Bolt. That's a story. You yeah. then get your PR department to spread across all the news. You um, say Bolt isn't the best athlete in the world. Oh my God! Who's the best athlete in the world? It's either Rudisha or Aries Merit or whoever it may be. That's that's a story. But you know? also keep it regional. You don't have to yes. be a world yeah. champion, a world record holder, an Olympic champion to mean something to local people. Do you remember like during the Olympics or after the Olympics, being an Olympian yes. makes you a it's really pro- in schools, kids, oh my god, I met an Olympian. You don't even have to have a medal, you just went to the Olympics. Mm. So there's ways of filtering it down. It doesn't all have to be about this one person who's the best in the world. There's lots of lots of ways of being the best at something.
0: Do you not think we focus on him because he is the best yes. in a way, and every single year he has won it because he's probably been in the top three people that year performing.
3: Yes, but let's look at Christian Taylor and the triple jump, yeah. let's look at Valerie Adams and the shot. But there are so many mm. dominant athletes that you could even argue statistically dominate their sports more yeah. than Usain Bolt does because mm. he doesn't actually compete that much. I um, mean, mm-hmm.
2: give him give him his credit, he has the best personality Yes, oh, I mean, he is a PR's him. dream, yeah, yeah. but it's lazy just to rely on him, and it's mm. him who does it. No one promotes him. He doesn't. He's done it himself yeah. by being amazing, but also having that personality. So the idol left have sat back and done nothing. They haven't. Don't even need to promote him because he promotes himself.
3: I don't know what their PR. I don't know, do they have a PR department? No
2: idea. <laughs> I don't know what a bit they do. It's right now. I
3: think. Yeah. I think if you're a PR department and someone doesn't know that you exist, there's room for improvement. <laughs> I have to
2: say though, we all love Usain Bolt. Love, yeah. him. love Usain Bolt. This is not in any way a criticism. Not of Usain at all. Bolt. Bolt. it's the best ever. Best thing that's happened to us. Usain Bolt and Bolt.
0: But I think he's done it. He's saved his title. He's saved his reputation. He may have even saved his sport.
2: <laughs> but you know what? The one thing we must say, and this is not this is on London and British athletics and British um, sport in general, is all those people didn't know the championships were on. Were only interested in watching Usain Bolt and Mo Farah. And yet that stadium is going to be absolutely packed for every single session. And there is nowhere else in the world that that happens. No other championships. I mean, we've been to championships where we've sat there and been like 10 people in the stadium. The problem is with athletics, and it's nothing you can do about this, by definition it needs a huge stadium. So if you have 20,000 people in a stadium, that is loads of people going to a sporting event. But... Because the stadium fits 60 or 80 thousand, yeah. it, it looks it's empty. Tricky. If you have a swimming guard, it's a swimming guard, whatever you call a swimming event. <laughs> <laughs> a swimming <laughs> and they, they get God. five, ten thousand 10,000 people in, it's packed to the rafters, isn't yeah. it? And that's true of most sports. So you're
0: saying the bigger the stadium, the more people will come?
2: No, I'm saying the opposite. I'm so saying the bigger the stadium, the, the less people it looks are there, even though there's thousands and thousands and thousands actually attending. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's not much you can do do about that. But, but isn't it a shame that all these... Thousands, hundreds of thousands. I don't know, I don't know how many of the stadium fits. Millions of people were going to attend. Actually, over yes. over the ten days of the ten days mm. of championships. But isn't it a shame <laughs> that they can't get that enthusiasm outside of the championships? I think people come because it's the championships, because it's in the Olympic Stadium. But are they interested in athletics outside? Do they belong to athletics clubs? Are oh, they just they... coming for to the, to the experience? Yeah, do right, they know whatever. who the athletes are? Do they follow the Grand Prix? Does they, do they know the Grand Prix exists? I'm sorry, let's, this Diamond is a whole, League, whole other mess, whole, whole other thing. We've had four Diamond Leagues so far this year. I think they've been on four different nights. Mm. I missed two of them, so I'm not sure they've on. We'll, we'll do a section about that, but Diamond yeah. League at the moment, oh, what on earth is going on? For?
3: Which is such a crying shame and ties in beautifully to your point because at Diamond Leagues, we are seeing enormous world leads. We are seeing some national records. Like People are you know, setting personal bests for fun this year. It seems like everyone has had a great off mm-hmm. season and we'll be able to be following that so that when it comes to the World Champs, they're excited because they're invested, because they are narratives. Exactly. It's exactly. not just one day of isolated running, jumping and throwing.
0: Usain Bolt, three times World Champion. Great but point. Right,
2: that was fantastic. The Batch straight boys. Oh, we're back! back! Oh,
0: back. <laughs> so we're
2: sorting out World Athletics for 2017, aren't we? Yes, so we're going to be back with the podcast every couple of weeks, I guess.
3: Yes. Every fortnight.
2: Perfect. So thanks everyone for joining us on the first ever Backstraight Boys podcast. Um, We'll be back every other week from now on. And just to to see you out, we've got a few of our favourite athletes letting you know what they're looking forward to at London 2017.
0: Hey guys, it's Chris Lambert at Lambs English Uh, 2017 World Champs. I'm looking forward to seeing a new champion, hopefully potentially a British medalist at least in the 200 metres, of course, men's and women's. Um, And I don't think Bolt will compete uh, at all. So I'll be looking forward to see who steps up uh, and becomes the first 100 meter winner of the new era
3: hi my name is Jeanette kwachi former 100 meter british sprinter um of course looking forward to london 2017 uh if anything the event i'm looking forward to the most is going to be the women's sprints i'm really interested in seeing how our british girls can push on from that bronze medal that they got at the rio 2016 olympic games and, of course, it's Usain Bolt's last hurrah, his last World Championship. So will he be able to retain that title and just go out as the greatest of all time? It's going to be a great summer. I will be there. Um, you'll see me at both the Para-Athletics and the World Athletics Championships as your warm-up track reporter. So look out for me. It's going to be a great one. Hi, everyone. I'm Annika Nora. Um, I hope to be in London 2017 to compete in the Women's 400 as well as um, the Women's 4x4. Hopefully we'll get more medals for the girls as well as Team GB. The one event I'm most looking forward to besides the Women's 400 is the Men's Sugar Jump because I'm biased because my trainer partner, Christian Taylor, has been killing it. And not only would I like to see him retain his title, but I'd also like to see him break the world record. Hi guys, it's Sophie Hitchen, and the thing I'm most looking forward to in London this year is the atmosphere. In 2012 it was amazing and we had so much support from the crowd. It was great and I'm really looking forward to the same support this
0: year. Uh, I'm Dave Lammy. This year I want to reach the um, final of London 2017. I've not been to a World Championships before but it's very, very important I do well
3: at my home games.
0: I want to support all throwing events, um, it sounds a bit stupid and a bit biased but I'm um, just, yeah, i always one to support all throws so the Men's Dablin I think is going to be ridiculous this year um, and then honestly anything else that's got a Brit in it, I'll be there supporting.
1: Hi Backstreet Boys, Andrew Buttigieg here in Loughborough. The thing I'm looking forward
2: to
3: most about the World Championships this year being in London is just because it's at home. Uh, it's nice to be in front of a home crowd. This a fortune to be fantastic. It's going to be
2: amazing not to get on like a really long flight across the world, like real last year, just like just popping the train or wherever it's was coming from. So it's a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, the home
3: crowd this year is going to be fantastic and I can't wait to compete at uh, world well, champs. Fingers crossed to get selected, obviously. Um, but yeah, it should be good. Can't wait.
1: It's London. That was
2: a Backstreet Boys production. You can catch us on the social media at, at Matt Woody Wood, at JMB Athletics
3: at claire underscore g thomas
2: that was produced by claire thomas and remember this is an interactive podcast which to tweet us email us and just generally stay in touch